how do you want to flow from one to the other? How do you want to serve? How do you want to receive? How do you want to give? How do you want to generate? How do you want to create? What feels artistic? What feels fun? In the bedroom, in money, in yeah. business, like what amount, what capacity, like really, you know, seeing that more artistically. Hello and welcome to All The Things Podcast. I'm your host, Regina Lawrence. I am a former trial attorney turned entrepreneur, breathwork and sound meditation practitioner, as well as the owner of a boutique social media marketing agency called All The Things Social. I believe that as human beings, we get to be all of the things. Brilliant, soulful, sexual, wildly inappropriate. We don't have to live in the boxes society tries to put us in we get to be all of the things. On this show, you'll hear from some of my favorite humans and friends in a variety of spaces, including spirituality, business and branding, holistic health, sexuality, and neuroscience. This is a space for truly candid, soulful conversations with the goal of empowering you to be all of the things. Let's dive in. What if the secret to finding more peace, more clarity, more patience in your life came from the power of your own breath? What if you could scale the success that you're having in life and do it all with a calm nervous system? Something that most people don't know is that our breath is one of the main factors that has a control over our nervous system. Think about it when you're stressed or anxious. What is the first thing that we as humans tend to do? We hold our breath and we stop breathing. That is exactly why I created breathewithregina.com. Breathe with Regina is a virtual breathwork membership that offers two live virtual breathwork classes a month that you can do from anywhere in the privacy of your own home and drop in and learn how to really use the breath as a way to calm the nervous system. I like to say that breath is meditation for the person who can't meditate. I know that I have always been that person and breathwork has been the key for me. Go to breathewithregina.com and check it out. I'm offering $1 for the first two weeks of membership. That's right, only a dollar to check it out. And if after two weeks you don't see a difference or you're not interested, you can cancel at any time. So go to breathewithregina.com, sign up, and join me for a class. I would love to see you there. All right, welcome back to another episode of All The Things Podcast. Today... I have one of my soul sisters. I always tell her that she is a wild animal and I mean it with the most love because we are wild animals together. We like to be naked. We like to run through the woods together. Welcome my sister, Elizabeth Faye. (laughs) My wild animal. (laughs) It's so funny when I, when I did breath work with your mom, I said, I love your daughter. She is a wild animal. And your mom started laughing. Your mom was like, she just loves to be naked. And I said, I love to be naked too. She goes, oh, you're a naked girl too. (laughs) I'm always like hippie shit, like just like living her life, doing her thing. Yep. Dead. Have you, oh, this like spirit that you have, which I think of as just like the most beautiful, authentic spirit. Have you always been like this or is this something that you've developed over time? 
the like always being naked and the free and the silly and like dancing and like loving to hang out with girls like that part yeah like that's just like I've been like that since I was like fucking probably two or three or yeah I have pictures of me like up on counters getting into shit my dad was like what are you doing and I'm like that's not what I'm here to talk about like that (laughs) yes um being more embodied in it and like unapologetic about it and like not being embarrassed about it or only sharing like my weirdness with close people like as I've like healed and stuff I'm like no it's okay to like be weird or silly or myself or free with wherever however you know yeah so obviously for anybody who's listening to this if you go to Elizabeth's Instagram and check her out she is an incredible businesswoman. She has literally built this business empire from nothing. But in the midst of building your business empire, you have had an incredibly beautiful spiritual awakening. Yeah. When, how long ago did that really start to come online for you? Yeah. So I grew up Mormon, which, so I was not introduced to like most of the language I use now I'd never heard before, or like I didn't really know what spirituality was in the sense of how I practice it now. So I only knew about spirituality through the lens of Mormonism growing up. And my dad's a yoga teacher, actually. So I grew up going to yoga and I grew up hiking and camping a lot. Mm-hmm. And works with um, our church was in a really, for lack of a better word, like underprivileged part of town. And so like that was the neighborhood I grew up in. So I grew up with a lot of people in our ward and myself, like troubled youth, troubled teens, getting into drugs, like all those sorts of things. So our church kind of turned into like a lot of charity work for my dad. And, um, also a lot of people were constantly helping me because I needed help. So I grew up with my dad helping a lot of troubled youth kids through the church. And then I was a troubled teen. I was sent away to different schools, had different families I lived with. So I had like a little bit of healing and mindset and like, but more like nature camping, hiking, finding God through like, um, you know, the mountains. And so I had a real, like more like a relationship with the earth and like a connection to God in that way. Um, and yoga, but like, I didn't know what chakras were. I didn't know what breath work was. Um, I didn't know the word like feminine embodiment or anything Mm -hmm. that was like, None of that. Like, I didn't even know what my nervous system was like, (laughs) not even a spiritual word, but like, I didn't like, what's your nervous system. Right. So this all happened in 2019. Um, I, I had been building the business I have now and I have, I was a hairstylist, salon owner, educator, but like lots of education for stylists, courses, workshops, all the things. And it had gotten pretty big. We built a community we were doing huge events, working with big brands. I was speaking, I was really fucking burned out Mm. and sick and I just got sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And I didn't really know what the fuck was happening, why I was getting sicker. I didn't understand that my emotional well-being or spiritual well-being would ever be tied to like physical health that Mm -hmm. like that core. I've never even heard that before. Yeah. Wasn't in my field of consciousness. I just thought your physical health was like what you eat and work out. Mm -hmm or like genetics. Um, so my physical health got really, really bad and, and it just kept getting worse. And I didn't know it at the time, but basically I started to find out going to doctors. I had a lot of hormones that were out of whack. I had extreme adrenal fatigue. Yeah. 
I was starting to get different autoimmune diseases and they're like, if you keep on going, like this is the route you're going on. I was pre-diabetic. My insulin was fucking whack. My PCOS was out of control. Mm. I was exhausted. I had joint pain, like, like an 80 year old woman. I wasn't sleeping good. I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. It got so bad. I couldn't even do my own Instagram and I would like cry and have like, and I wasn't even doing hair anymore. Yeah. I like, couldn't like fucking scroll and shit. Like it just hurt and it hurt to fly on planes. And I had to travel mm. for work. Like, holy shit. It was so bad. Wow. And I kept going to doctors hoping someone was like, you have cancer and you're dying. And I'm like, cool. That makes sense. Um, and they didn't say mm-hmm. that. There were, no, <laughs> there were no real answers besides yeah. like, just be healthier, you know, and this is the path you're on. And here's some prescriptions. Like you could take these meds and then Derek, who's my now fiance has struggled with mental health his whole life and suicide. He's planned his own suicide a few times mm-hmm. and his was really bad and his medicine stopped working. So he was on um, medicine that had worked for years and kept him alive, but kept him also very numb and disconnected, but he was alive. And so that was good to a certain extent. Um, and it stopped working, which is really interesting when the medicine stops working. Yeah. And the doctors did um, put him on some different medicine, uh, made it worse. He like, if you're on the wrong medicine, I mean, you can have a psychotic break. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So stuff got really worse. And then, um, while simultaneously I'm a mess and, while also running my business and being a mom. Yeah. And then we did a DNA test and they found out that the only medicine that worked for him was the one that he was on, but that one doesn't work. Right. So it was called medicine resistant. And that was when we were introduced to psychedelics. Okay. And we had a friend who was like conservative and Christian and buttoned up and worked for a corporate company who had worked with them for healing. And we were like, what? Like, Mm-mm drugs like yeah and he's like no medicine and we're like what like that just that terminology like I'd never heard that and um so he kind of opened our mind to it and maybe even in 2018 he told us about it it wasn't maybe even 2017 it was not okay until we were like willing to try but it had like been in our field people would bring it up when we would talk about depression because they're like I heard that this thing could help with this and we're like what the fuck why Mm -hmm. and then had some friends close who really struggled with some serious depression who were like yeah it does help so we kind of got really open and we almost even booked a trip to Amsterdam to this facility it was a whole thing and then um we found someone local who worked with it and did breath work and was a shaman and did mm-hmm. um, different energy healing, trauma work, which I didn't even know what any of these words were, honestly. Yeah. I just was like, fuck it, our lives are hell. Like the doctors are not working and the medicine's now not working. Let's just try some really weird shit. Yeah. So yeah. That's what got us into breath work and medicine work and trauma work. And I like heard the first, like inner child, like none of that was in, like literally I had no idea Right back. I'm like, Oh, I heard that in yoga, like stuff, but I didn't know what it meant. Right. And so that's what began our healing journey. Um, you know, in a long story short, we ended up falling in love on the other side of finding ourselves. I which we did not think would happen. We thought we would definitely be breaking up, but we would be alive. And 
oh my God, like the journey just unfolded, you know, so many things changed yeah. my job, my life, the way I parent, I mean, everything. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that it started with like the research into psychedelics led you to your shaman to the, all, all of the work you guys started to do. Isn't that interesting? And I don't, I haven't openly talked about it a ton because of the stigmas around it. And there's yeah. so, like, I feel like those are being broke science is helping. It's being normalized. Um, but you know, I live in a very Mormon community. Um, I want to respect, you know, family members and different people's beliefs, but I mean, I journeyed my mom a few weeks ago, so shifts changed a lot in my life, you know? Yeah. I mean, my resistance to psychedelics too, was like, I'm from a family of drug addicts. And so I was like, oh, psychedelics are drugs. And it wasn't till like organizations like maps started doing research that I was like, oh, we're actually starting to treat people with microdoses of psilocybin and LSD. Like this is really interesting. Oh, they were actually doing it in the sixties and they were made to stop when big pharma came in. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, and that's the other thing too, that I am conscious about how I bring it up because, you know, now I, Later, my study became studying all the things that changed my life. So then I could share it with others. And it's like, I want to be conscious that that's not always the medicine for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I have clients who, you know, maybe their relationships with substances is unhealed or they um, have addictive patterns or they have a history of something where that's not really going to be a medicine that makes sense for them, at least at Mm -hmm. this time in their life. And I want to be conscious of the fact that I'm like, not everyone has to do this to have incredible healing, but for those that feel the call or it feels like it could be, it, it will be life-changing. And so I'm always conscious, you know, every retreat, there's definitely multiple people who like are sober and that's really or they're becoming sober. And that's a big part of their process. And I'm clear that like, you can have those experiences on the breath alone, Mm -hmm. but if there's something you want to work with, it's definitely a conversation that I'm very open with in my private containers, um, and support. And I think, I think it's really important. And so I walk that line of like, it's been huge for me. It's helped change hundreds of my clients' lives. I have a client who is paralyzed and has a really beautiful story. And we've been working with her microdosing and doing nervous system healing and breath work and her working with her body workers. And like, we're going to have a miracle story on our hands, like the way she's yeah. her body and her legs again. And there's so much science on what psychedelics does, creating all the new neural pathways in the body. Like people fucking move parts of their body that don't, that didn't move before. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like conscious how I talk about it, but I'm also like, so passionate about it, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people are in the position that you were in and I was the same way where I thought health was just the way I move my body and the food and the calories I put into it and like the quality of nutrition. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that like all of the experiences of my lifetime were trapped in my body and wreaking havoc on every large organ system. Yeah. No idea. No idea. No. Well, and I would say most people don't know that our emotion and our trauma are greatly affecting your well-being. Like 
that's helped my healing more than the other stuff. And now I'm bringing in cleaner water and cleaner air and changing things and food and stuff. But it's like, you can be doing all that. And like your internal environment and soil can be shit and the, you still can't bloom. You know what I mean? Cause you're living exactly. in soil inside your body. Well, and I think even like, there's even a gap in like the functional medicine, naturopathic world where the solutions are, they're more holistic and they're more natural, but unless you get to the trauma and the root of whatever is at issue, you can take all the fucking supplements you want. It's yeah. not, and, and eat all the grass fed grass finished beef you want. It's not going to, it's not going to help you. I know. I agree. And I think it's almost healthier. This has been my experience with my clients. It's almost healthier to make those lifestyle changes after healing work, because then you're like really adding to this nutrient. Like I'm now nourishing myself, like in all the other ways, because I've so nourished my inner child and my body and my nervous systems feel safe. And it's like the patterns finally stick. Like for so long for me, like changing the way I eat, and I'm very like, I still will have a soda. I still will eat a hot Cheeto, but I also right. like, eat almost completely organic most of the time. But if like 25% is like random shit and then the rest is clean, like that for me works. And Same. I'm like, I trust my body to like fucking be able to handle that. And for me, it's been easier to implement those health changes after healing work, because I'm really doing them from a place of love and not from hating myself into being skinny or hating myself into being sexy or desirable enough or worthy. It's more like, no, I love my body so much that it digests and feels so much better when I choose organic or when I eat this, or I have this, or I have that. And, um, you know, and, and that to me resonates more to like, if meat doesn't feel good in your system, that doesn't feel great, but right. like, if it does like for me, a bloody steak, like fuck my period is like heaven. It's fucking, oh. it's the best. Yeah. 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 So it's like, I think that path has helped me find more of the movement and food health in a much healthier way. Mm-hmm. versus like, I have to work out because I hate myself. It's like, no, I get to move my body because it feels tense and tight and I can feel there's like, oh, I need to stretch and move and I want to be mobile and more flexible and strong. And like, that feels so different. So different. Something you said earlier, which really resonated with me, where you were talking about your nervous system and you're like, what? Like at the beginning, I was like, what's my nervous system? You know, I was the same way. And so for people that are listening, you know, we talk about the nervous system, but like, how do, what are some things that you've actively done to help regulate your nervous system? Great question. And I'd love to hear what you do too. Um, breath work has been probably my most favorite thing that I do. I also sing all the time, sing. And I know you're going to say same, like, yeah. you <laughs> um, singing is so beautiful for your nervous system. It calms you down. It stimulates your vagus nerve. It allows so humming, chanting, singing mm. I do it in the car. It's easy. I'm not like making a concert. I just sing on the way somewhere. Yep. And I'm singing like conscious music. So I'm manifesting like the life I want. So it's easy. It's in the bath. It's nothing like crazy. Um, Breath work has been huge. What are some of my favorites? I do plant medicine, like Mm. psychedelics. Um, I started working with Hoppe because of you. I did Hoppe my first time in an ayahuasca circle and it terrified me, but I've had a beautiful relationship with it 
since working with you. Oh God, my relationship with caffeine. That's probably one of the biggest, like me too. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've switched. I still have coffee occasionally, but like, I used to have like three cups a day. I have like maybe a cup a week and I do cacao and just not having a lot of caffeine. Um, I've really had withdrawals and headaches and that's been so good for my nervous system. Um, I'm trying to think my favorite, like those are probably like my biggest ones. What about you? So similar to you, breath work has been big for me singing. You know, I sing all the time. Um, I take a lot of baths, a lot of Epsom salt baths. I know you're, you're a big bather. Um, caffeine. I have, I only do decaf French or a Swiss water pressed coffee, processed coffee. Now, um, no, I haven't had caffeine in months. Um, eating meals. Um, I think like one of the biggest things I think we do is like, we get stressed or anxious or we're just excited about life. And we're like in the flow and we forget to eat and then, or we're stressed and we don't want to eat. And then that just like makes the nervous system like worse. So prioritizing food, like, I feel like I, for so long would like kind of punish myself by like not eating. Mm-hmm. And so, and just drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah, same. Same. Well, it suppresses your appetite, fucks your adrenals. You're up on a high until you need some sugar and then you do it again. And that destroyed adrenal fatigue, fucked my life over and quality sleep. Like you have to sleep to rest and recover. It's like such basic shit, right? It's like water, right. less caffeine. Like I have my cacao eating breakfast and sleeping like health wise. If you started doing that, oh my God, that would help your hormones and your body. Like chill the fuck out. It would help you so much. And then I've tried to take a, like, even if it's 20 minutes, like a hot salt bath before bed, that just helps me. Like my, my sleep quality is so much better. Same, same, same. The, I love baths too. And I think it's also a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to like adorn yourself, to love yourself. Like I like love body oil and stuff. So I try to make it like a moment of like, just yeah. like myself, like the love of my life, like my totally. family, like, even when it's stressful or, you know, it's just that moment of, um, that and little like logical, like more like businessy things, I guess is I've kind of, and this works for me, this helps me. So take it for what it's worth. Um, I have a planner and so plan the way I plan consciously planning is part of my business and my life. It's everyone's, but like I sell a planner. So it's a big part of it. Yeah. Kind of like categorizing the energetics of my schedule. So like, if I'm going to be like, it was like fucking with my nervous system to be like way in yin energy, like creative and making content and and making ideas. And then like on a fucking call being a certain way, like that was like fucking with me a lot. So I kind of like categorized my energies to be like, this is when I'm going to be like this. This is when I'm going to be like that. So they're not like whiplash. That's actually my stress. Cause the best thing you can do for your nervous system is manage your stress. Yeah. That's allowed me to feel like, um, less stressed. I even my family jokes, we call it the commute. I work from home. I'm a coach. I literally work. Yeah spare bedroom right now where I am. <laughs> my child is right outside the door. So I go on a fake commute after work so I can transition into mom. Um, <laughs> I just drive. Yeah. I just drive and listen to music and literally sing and like maybe bring some tea or something. So like kind of like funny, weird ass quirky things. That's like- a great idea. 
it like helps or sometimes I'll shower the day off. So one of the two, I need to like transition or then I'm like stressed and I'm carrying work on my body and then mom shit's thrown at me and I don't get any time. And then I'm a resentful bitch. And then I can't, it's just like, for me, that's been a thing. Wait, the commute is literally, cause there's nothing I like better than driving in my car, drinking a warm beverage when it's cold and singing music. That's my favorite thing too. You're a genius. I'm going to start commuting. I'm going to leave the cat. I'm going to leave the cats and be like, mom's got to go on her commute. Literally, I do it. Like I'm off work. They're like, okay, enjoy your commute. And I'm like in my fucking sweats after work. And I just go commute. And then I come back and I'm like, (laughs) honey, I'm home. That's like changed. Like Strider likes it more. Derek likes it more. So it's my partner. So funny, but like, very important. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a genius idea. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Funny. So I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, so as you go through this spiritual awakening, two things have happened for you and they're very interconnected. And I want you to explain to the audience how they're connected as you have energetically expanded and you have had huge spiritual growth, your business has mirrored that. And obviously, like, we know that they are deeply connected. And I'd love for you to explain in your own way, like, why they're connected and why they are, it's so important. That's a cool question, Regina. I know you will feel the same as me. So, okay. It's an illusion that we're separate from it, right? Separation is an illusion. And we are, everything is an extension and expression of who we are. So as who you are evolves, expands, you remember, you come into more wholeness, your expressions are going to be more authentic and true to you, which may be different from how you used to express them depending on, right? Yeah. What was happening. And so I I wrote a post once that was like your business and personal life, like this isn't like you have two different lives. Like you are life itself. Like you are the universe experiencing your fucking self. So it's like business and personal are not separate. You are not separate because it's all you and expression of you. And it's like, how do you want to flow from one to the other? How do you want to serve? How do you want to receive? How do you want to give? How do you want to generate? How do you want to create? What feels artistic? What feels fun? in the bedroom, in money, in business, like what amount, what capacity, like really, you know, seeing that more artistically. I I mean, that's kind of how I see them together is like, it's not like I'm this different person. And sometimes we are right. We're like, I have to be this way at work, but like, as we heal, that doesn't feel fucking good anymore. You want to be in my area. You're like, I want to be the fullest expression of myself in everything I do. Mm-hmm. And you no longer can put yourself in a box of like, well, fake me, pretend me who acts how her boss wants her to act is going to act like this from nine to five. And then I let the cat out of the bag and fucking rage. It's like, right. that's not going to feel good anymore. You're no. Gonna- spaces where you're seen and can share your gifts in all ways. So I see that is how they're connected. Does that, do you resonate with that? A hundred percent. I always say like, I am the energetic container of my business. Yeah. Like that's what we are. Yeah. Everything in your life. And then how it's changed is it's a weird experience. And you've watched me go through this personally, because for those of you who don't know, Regina's my good friend, but she also, I hired her to do breath work with her. So we're like 
she's in like private spaces with me where yeah. I'm sharing, healing, processing. So I've shared with her, you know, when you're bridging old self and new self, you're also bridging in your tangible life, the things you've built old friends to new, how you want them to be yeah. old friends to new business. And I think often I've seen in people's spiritual awakening, sometimes they burn it all the fuck down, which is neither bad nor good. It's just like, right. Um, but sometimes there's an opportunity to pause and say, what is the way that is the easiest, the funnest of the highest good? Are there pieces of this old self that are actually useful in my new reality? And I tried to pause and bridge as much as possible because I built something really amazing Mm -hmm. and I loved a lot of it. And I spent so much time and money and energy, not that I had to keep it, but was there anything there that I'd like to bring with me, you know? And so I've really sat with that. And some of it I've let go completely for sure. Like there's been lots of loss and lots of mourning and lots of letting it die and Mm -hmm. be, but some of it could be, um, you know, could try on a different outfit or could get a facelift or could die and be reborn and stay in the business. Right. Right. And, um, so I've really tried to process that because it did affect employees and team and people in my life. So I wanted to be conscious of that. Um, but I think bridging it sometimes for me, sometimes it was really hard. It was like an interesting puzzle. Like how do I bridge all this? And it's really in those moments of I've paused a lot. I've processed a lot. I've waited for answers a lot and just been like, they're going to drop in. They do drop in. They yep. totally drop in. Um, and I've watched what's naturally just leaving. I've watched what's naturally just going to shed without you doing anything. And I've taken note of that to be like, let it go and let mm-hmm. things come in with ease. So I don't know if I fully answered your question, but no, you did. Yeah. And I think as we grow and expand, whenever those things shed and leave, it just opens up beautiful space. Like now I'm getting to the point where when things leave, I'm like, Ooh, what's going to, what's happening next? Who's coming in? What's going on? Yeah. And, and I think that's so wise, right? You know, that Mm -hmm. that's making space for something else. Yeah. And we get to be like, what do I want to make space for? What would feel good? Could I be surprised? Like what? I don't know. Yeah. I love when you talked about like, there's literally no separation between who we are and our businesses. Like literally who you are. Cause I've seen you, I have now seen you speak on stage, who you are on stage, who you are at a girl's weekend, who you are on this podcast and who you are on social media, there's no disconnect because you're fully embodying and showing up. This is who I am. All the versions, all the layers and levels is who I am. And that's how our businesses are when we own and operate businesses like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this, it feels so much easier and better because Mm -hmm. you get to be your natural self. And so I think you manifest things easier because it's more natural because you're just being the natural being of who you are. So you're magnetizing things in that are a natural fit and things that leave or naturally leaving. I just think it brings more naturalness to it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And all the things that you do, and I know you've like lightly touched on the different hats and businesses and things you've done through the years. What, what in your business and life right now, like lights you up the most? Yeah. 
Oh my God. Our retreat we just did. Holy shit. Um, so love retreat is a, so I run a business actually for beauty entrepreneurs. For mm-hmm. those who don't, I was a hairstylist, salon owner. I coach beauty entrepreneurs since my spiritual awakening. I've stepped more into, um, helping more educators and like people who want to kind of just do what I was doing. They're like, how do you coach? How do you do this? Whatever. It's like helping them with their business, but consciously. And then all my programs now have like healing in it and energetics, mm-hmm. and trauma work and breath work. So it's just like changed it all. But I do this retreat that came from that called love retreat. And so I have a big event for hairdressers called hair love retreat, which is wild. It's literally like a festival. It's ridiculous. Um, love retreat is quite the opposite. It's tiny. It's like 20 women. It's on private land in Tulum. It's deep healing. It doesn't mm. matter. Like if you even have a job or what industry or it doesn't fucking matter. Right. It's yeah. just an embodiment. And this was our fifth one. And it's like, you know, when you do something so like again and again and again, it gets more masterful. Yep. And I teach the curriculum in it, in my other container too. So I'm doing it a lot. And it just, it was, it was the first time I felt at this level. Cause I felt this before, but it's coming in more and more just like a channel, like a vessel mm-hmm. for the whole week. And I wasn't even exhausted at the end, which I think just takes time. Like yeah. I, I don't beat myself up when I am. Cause I'm like, it's okay. I'm learning how to manage my own energy. I'm young. Like I'm figuring this out. I don't need to have it all locked in right away. But, um, I just felt like this feminine embodiment and like, it just came through me. I wasn't worried. Mm. Like I was just, it felt so good to be just clear and like disconnected, but also connected. Like I felt like neutral to it, like, but I felt so in love with it. And so it wasn't like I was personally attached in a way that was like heavy. It was like, yeah. I'm just a vessel and I'm connected to that and connected to source and letting my body and my heart be a vessel for good and how, you know, how good that felt. And it just, I was like this, this Derek, like this feeling in whatever it is, like whether it's a speaking gig or a corporate gig or a program, like it's got to feel like this. Mm. And it just, it felt so good. It felt so mm. good. I love like, also like something I'm taking away from what you're saying is that we can do the things we love and they can feel good. Like we can make great, pull, call in great abundance, make a lot of money doing the things that we love that feel good in our bodies and are soothing to our nervous systems. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I've been shedding is like me, any of the obligatory things I've been doing in business. Cause I thought I had to, to be safer. I had to, to generate income and not like just burning them all to the ground and then being homeless, but like slowly, slowly, slowly. Being yeah. Like, what are these programs? Why do I feel like if I do this, like I have to, why is this obligatory? Who is this for? You know, and just really looking at them and starting to really light up the spaces that I feel so alive and make money in and love to serve in and starting Mm -hmm. to be like, you know, this is my year. I'm like, I'm going to make every dollar in pleasure. Even if that means other dollars that I used to make go away, I'm going to highlight dollars I make in pleasure and grow and scale those. And that you know, and not just 70%. I feel like I've been doing it 70%. And, you know, mm. the last two quarters of last year was like the 30% is like, okay, we're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> my nervous system was like, wait, but then it's also like, this is what you want. This feels good. Right. Um, yeah. So I, you, we really can. And I think that's why healing is important is it 
have to kind of, you have to walk yourself through it at the pace that you can be tender with yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and like as, okay, this piece, this piece, this piece. Um, but it's very possible. It's just a process. I think it's such a process. I know yeah. who are your dream or ideal clients and people that you love to work with. That's a cool question. Who are yours? I want to know yours too. Mm, I love people that are like in some ways, like mimics of me. I love people that are like high performing success driven people who also like love to have fun, Mm -hmm. um, and are pretty burnt out and they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, they know there's something greater, but they're, they feel stuck in their own body. That's how I used to feel. I used to feel like this is just who you are. You're type a, you're compulsive, you're stressed. Like you have fun in bursts, but like that little girl inside of me just wanted to like burst out and be like, ah, you know, like yeah. those are yeah. my favorite people, but it's people who are highly driven, highly motivated, but are like, I could be driven and motivated and ha- make a lot of fucking money and have a lot of fun feeling embodied doing it. Yeah, no, yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I love that. Um, I was telling Derek this actually on the beach in Tulum. This is not like anything I'd put on a sales page. This is just like the way I was saying it to him, like walking on the yeah. beach, I go, I think the person I really serve. Right. And I told him this, like, we don't put this on the sales page because they won't under this person won't understand this, right. but they are a female and I I've been actually working with males and which has been really fun too. But a lot of them are female leaders who are ambitious, success driven. They usually have like they want a partner or they have a kid or they want that. Like that's, they have multifacets of like personal, like they want both and they've had some success, but they're burned out and they've kind of tried a lot of things and they're looking at me like they're curious. I'm like, they're like spiritual curious or consciousness curious. They know some, but maybe not a ton, but they're really open and ready. And I was like, they're usually with successful women leaders who are wearing a wounded masculine mask and they're yeah. ready to do the work to be embodied in their feminine. And they yeah. don't really understand the path to that. Like they don't really know that it's going to require some deep ass work, but they're like willing enough to trust me to go into the container, to be open enough and even do it, even though they're like, Oh fuck, because they want more ease. I mean, mm-hmm. I really think that's like, people are like, I want more of whatever she's fucking drinking. Like, what is that? Right. Do? I know you have that too. Yeah. And we're like curious enough to do the work. So I think we probably have similar souls, you know, but my hairdressers, salon owners, or like educators, Mm -hmm. coaches. um, But you'll work. That's the thing I, I want people to also know about you is that you'll work with different industries. Like I do. I have a guy who's an interrogator for the government. I have. Wow. I have a client who, um, I've worked with people, photography, real estate, tax. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of product company people actually, which is really interesting. Um, so just anyone who's like successful, it's like in my private work, I don't work with like bajillions, but I have like, you know, 15 clients like that. And it's so, yeah. Fun. Yeah. Well, you're so masterful at what you do and you have pro- product clients because you you have so many products. I have products. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, product clients. Oh, wait, this bitch has a planner. She's got merch. She's got all different stuff. 
Yeah. I love that. No, I just want people to know, cause a lot of people that listen to the podcast might be in different industries, That's but they're, totally they're often looking for some sort of business coach like you. You're right. You're so right. I want them to know to slide on into your DMS and you say hello. Know. Okay. I'm, this is actually something I'm doing this year. I'm telling you, cause it's really cool. So, um, we were speaking of medicine work. So, um, the, I'm doing private medicine journeys this year with some of my clients. Yeah. yeah. So I have them booked for the year for the most part. I could maybe put in one or two, but it's super cool because, um, I got a sauna and a cold plunge in my garage. I'm setting up a wellness area and, have all shit and stuff at the house, but they come in and my shaman has a property where they can do colonics, massage, ionic foot baths. So they come in one day, they get the detox service. They sleep there. The next day I pick them up. We journey at my home. I take them back. We'll like rest. We'll ground. We can go to Zion and hike. And then the third day we can business mastermind in like Girl. The clear. So I only want to do like four a year, but how dope is that? Like this is so dope and so necessary and you'll get the right people with that. Yeah. Oh, I know. So fun, huh? So amazing. I love it. How can people find you? I'll have all of your info in the show notes, but how can people find you and connect with you? I think the easiest way is we just did a documentary called hairstylist change the world. And it's on Amazon prime. We've been working for four years and it's even though you're not in the hair industry, it's got a global message about how you change the world. That's a really fun. And it would support, you know, an artist an indie creator. We literally created this. We self-funded it ourselves. That would be fun date night kind of thing. Um, that's on Amazon and probably just my Instagram's easy. Like, Hey, Elizabeth Bay. And then the vortex of things is there, but like, yeah, that's Mm, easy. I love it. Go follow her, check her out, check out her movie. And I just love you. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. If we were long overdue to have you. Same. And you're going to be online so they can podcast and listen to your episode. Double. Yay. Love you, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode as much as I loved creating it, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes. We will be forever grateful at all the things podcasts. And if you found something inspiring or you know somebody who could benefit from it, Please share this to your story, tag us, send it to a friend. So much love, friends.